Hey everybody, this is Fro. And this is Bo. Welcome back to Gearhead Perspective. We're going to sit around and talk about cars and, and motorcycles and four-wheel drives and whatever dumb thing comes to mind, and, and we're probably going to get into a bunch of uh, bunch of our ignorant history. Maybe. More than likely. Like anything that won't get us thrown into jail. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. We're past statute of limitations on most of that anyway. Yeah, there's a certain, like, there's amount of years, and then you're just free of whatever charge they can get you with, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so sit back and listen to two old guys talk about car stuff. Hey everybody, welcome back. Um, just to just to kind of kind of get into our our last episode, we we had some some audio issues, and I want to make sure we touch on this because uh, the the audio issues actually just killed that entire episode for me. And we we've, we're we're gonna get back. And we're gonna talk to those guys because because they deserve it. Because they're they good deserve guys it. And it's a good shop and it's a good story and it's and uh, we kind of failed them on that deal, you know. And and, and I want to get back to it. I want to make sure that we get that subject covered. In the meantime, folks, uh, hrcspeed.com. Yes. And uh, and check out Hot Rod Central. On, on any social media outlet, Instagram, Facebook. Um, go check those guys out. Take a look at some of the parts that they have. Take, take a look at some of the products that they have, the T-shirts, the hats, the, the mugs. They're, they're awesome guys, and it's an awesome product. And they have some really cool vintage stuff hanging out in the shop. And, and again, we, we, we let those guys down with the auto, audio problems that we had. But we're, we're going to make it up to them. We're going to make it up to them. It's, it's going to happen. And us, too. So, one of the reasons that, that we, we had some of the troubles that we had with the audio is, is because we've been, we've been busy. We've been, we've been busy doing car stuff. Lots of cool car stuff. So, so we're, we're going we're gonna to kind of touch on some of that and kind of explain how we wound up in the situation that we're in because, because we've had a great time. But at the same time, it's one of those things where we 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 get tied up in our projects and we we forget what what we're supposed to be doing. And I went through and edited that sound and edited, and it just would not come out right. But I had to let it go because the story was so good. Yeah, boy, that pop machine was just a killer. Wasn't the pop machine was a, was a killer. There's a vintage soda machine in that shop, and every time that thing kicks on, it just it picks up through every audio channel in the room. It is much louder through the mics than it is in person. It actually is. It's much louder on, on the microphone than it ever was in person. Um, so, so let's go ahead and, and, and try to explain what it is that, that we've been doing. Fixing oil leaks and checking out cracked flex plates. That's where I'm at. What's up? <laughs> I'm, I'm still working on my brake issue. But uh, I want to I want to get into one particular story right now because uh, Bo, Bo and I Bo and I have a mutual friend that uh, I I don't know how this works but somehow he can dig through Facebook Marketplace and find the the good deal right or what you think is a good or what you think is is a good deal and. Well, it looks to be a good deal. Let's put it that way. 
It is a good deal, but it looks a little bit better than really. And, and then you show up, and it's scary as hell. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so, so one of the things that we did, um, we're, we're assembling a big block for the uh, the Nova with with that, that John and I did for uh, Power Tour. And, and the Nova's not, by any means, a, a cool car. I love it. John loves it. It's a cool car to look at, but can we call it by its name, please? <laughs> it's it, okay. So when when we, it, it was part of the the top ten rides of of Power Tour for 2018. Top ten budget builds of Power Tour 2018. You can actually look that up on Google. But when we when we we did the interview, the guy refused to accept the name of the car. So we we just wound up calling it the the Swap Meet Nova. That is not the name of the car. No. The name of the car is Mike Honcho. Mm-hmm. And and if if you're listening to the show, then obviously you're one of those guys who gets that joke. <laughs> you better if not. <laughs> because Mike Honcho is a good joke. I don't care what you say. So we're we're getting a, a big block together for that car. And it's one of those things where we we found a John found a big block. We drove three hours. Yeah, ish. Drove three hours to get this big block. And it's one of those things where you kind of figure you're going to pull up and, and there there's going to be a garage. And maybe, you're going to see a big block, maybe right? Maybe the engine you're buying is going to be on a, I don't know, an engine stand or a crate. Or, or not a crate, but, you know, a pallet or something like that. At, at the very worst. But, sitting on the floor of the shop. In a tire. In a tire. Yeah, that's how I do it. But that that is that's sadly not what happened. What what happened was we 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 pulled up and it was still in the car. In the car. <laughs> ready to run. If I had a drive shaft. He actually fired drives. it he actually fired it up while we were sitting there. Open the header. So, so th- this this motor was so in the car that he actually fired it up, and we got to hear it run. Well, let's clarify. So in the car, there was no fuel lines. He had a two and a half gallon gas jug, and a uh, was like a Holly Blue pump. I believe it was, it was. all <clears throat> frayed wires everywhere, all over this thing. Um, it was situated. It was in with motor mounts. I guess we can say that. Uh, the motor mounts were in there. It, it had, I think. The bolts were in both motor mounts. Yeah, but there was no nut. No, um, this, this thing was a mess. Is what it was. So it, it's it's one of those situations where you pull up and and I turned and, and looked at John and I said I swear if this big block is in that car I'm leaving. And and the bad thing is it, it's and I, I don't mean to poke fun at anybody. I, I hope it doesn't come across that way. But it was one of those things where we 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 called it, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll meet you. I'll meet you in town." Because I don't like actually have a physical address. Physical address. <laughs> oh well, he just built a house, right? That's what I kind of I was thinking. It's a newer home. It, it was it, it was a, a a modular home that I believe had probably been sat down maybe three weeks before in a field in a field. No, it's definitely longer than three weeks. Did you did you see the the tires all around the house? I I did. Yeah, so it's been longer than three weeks. But the, how does it how does it how is it there and not have a physical address? I don't, I don't wheels, understand man. this. 
You can roll it wherever you want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we... we Might as well go chunky gravel driveway. You know, we should have known whenever we go meet up with John and he's got a trailer with a cherry picker on it, right? You know, and, and you've got a point. But it, it's also one of those things, like, you're going to need a cherry picker to move a motor. No, I, yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. You're right. So so it's you're, you're trying to justify it in your head. Yeah, I didn't care. I was in for it in no matter what. And, and that's, this, is, this is the point of, of what I'm trying to get to with this story. We, we show up within, what, two hours? We had the motor out of the car and in the back of the truck. Oh, dude, I less than two hours. Because we sat around and talked and he hawed and got it running. But the actual tearing it out and having it on the trailer... I guarantee it was an hour. hour but but this team tops. This was some this was some crafty stuff. So so the the trailer that we were using was a smaller trailer, like you, what you would use for a, a utility trailer. A, a utility trailer, what you would use for a lawnmower or something like that. So once we got the motor up on the picker and rolled the car out of the way, we simply disconnected the trailer from the truck and rolled it under the motor. Yeah, because it was big, chunky white rocks. You weren't real moving the cherry picker. Was yeah, there was no, there was no moving that the cherry picker. No. <laughs> so we 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 got the motor. <laughs> OSHA was there. They said it was cool. <laughs> I don't think OSHA was anywhere near us. <laughs> I was wearing steel toes. So so this this is this is actually where this whole whole story elaborates. So we we've got uh, we've got the big block. We've got yeah. the turbo four hundred. Sounded good when he fired it up too. Sounded good when he fired it up. Um, I'm, I'm not going to get into the motor because at some point I would like to uh, I would like to have John on the show so we can kind of talk about this. Yeah, hopefully sooner than later. Hopefully sooner than later. Um, so so this led into every time you do something, it leads into an avalanche. Oh yeah. So, Especially with John. So we, we pulled the, the... The transmission had gone out in his son's El Camino. Right. Or, or the three Caballeros. Whatever this, this car is. Yeah. So we, we decided to, to pull the motor, the, the small block from the Nova, with the Turbo 350. Throw that into the El Camino. There, there's another like weekend that was gone because... There were complications. There were problems that came with it. Yeah. It's now all back together. I, I, I guess I guess his son is actually driving the car. True. So. That's a much, hey, going from a little dinky three of stock 305 to the, you know, mildly built small block he has had in the Nova with a good transmission and a 373 gear with a, with a, uh, locker. With a spool. Or the spool, my bad, the spool. Came, yeah. That came out of my wagon. Uh, for a 16-year-old kid to drive. I bet she's having some fun. I bet you it's pretty potent. I bet you it is pretty potent. But, uh, so so that's... There, there's a couple other things along the way. Like, I I may have uh, inflicted some harm on my daily. Yeah. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get it back together. So that's occupying... So are we going to rename that car now? Uh, yeah. What do you, like, lawn dart? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of depends on where I go with the paint scheme. If I do the, if I do the whole Firebird scheme. Uh, 
dude, I support you in almost everything you do. You know this, but I don't know if I can do a Firebird thing. You can't make a Mazda 3 a Firebird? I don't like gold spray paint. <laughs> of all spray paints, it's just weird. Doesn't turn out nice. I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, <laughs> so I, I've, I've been dealing a little bit with uh, the daily. I, I've got some... Uh, We've got some family stuff that I've got going on. I, I, there's, there's been a lot of things that got in the way, and it, I, it Rona, has, it has, still. it has gotten in the way of my my editing. It has gotten in the way of my time. Um, let, let's talk about you. What what have so, so with with Bo's car, what is the plan with your car? So, I've actually thought about this. Okay, so a rundown on my wagon real quick. Okay. Um, I've got this wagon. It's been sitting in the field for a long time. I actually traded an AR rifle that I had for like five or six years. I shot it twice. You know what I mean? I was one of those guys who bought the AR, spent more money on accessories than I did the gun. Shot it twice. Had no use for it anymore, really. I mean, I got other guns. But anyway, traded the gun for the wagon. My whole plan with the wagon. Build it for a reliable driver and to take it on uh, power tour, power, power tour. That was my that was my goal. That was the only reason. Take my family. Take my wife, my two youngest kids, my oldest kid actually goes to college. He goes to Oklahoma. Um, so I doubt he was going to be able to make it. But I was going to take my wife and my two younger kids. Uh, and that quickly turned into, I need another race car. I think I'm going to sell the wagon. And then I was like, no, I'm not selling the wagon. I love the wagon. I've done too much to it. Ended up getting a little 383, uh, built 700R4. We did an 8.8 swap. We made uh, Devin, our buddy Devin, one shot driver Devin. Uh, he, he's helped me out a ton. We made uh, tubular, double adjustable, upper and lower rear, tra- uh, rear trailing arms. Um, Fitech is, is on the 383. Jeez, um, what else? I've done all new suspension, all new fuel system, you know, from burning fuel tank to everything, right? So the car's good, but then, and it's reliable. It's fun to drive. It's got a, it's got a nice comp cam in it. It sounds pretty cool. You know, it sounds good. It runs really good. And then I attend Rocky Mountain Race Week 2.0 in Tulsa this year, just as the spectators go watch. And I stinking fell in love. And now the goal, the plan—not even a goal. I mean, I'm, I'm going no matter what. Uh, I'm going to run the wagon in the index class this year, 2.0. So I hope. I mean, I hope as long as I can get in. You know what I mean? But uh, and Fro, you're going to co-pilot for me. I I I have already committed to uh, to be the co-driver for this. Um, the the funny thing about this is is the more that we've actually talked about this, the more that we've gotten into it. The, the the more people we've actually talked to on the other show about this, the the more enthusiastic I have been towards this whole process. And, and it has drawn in so many of our friends. We, we, we have other friends that are actually working on the the Nova is, is probably going to if we can get it together in time, if we can get it get it registered, the the Nova's gonna be going to Rocky Mountain Race Week, we've got some friends that we've talked to uh, around around town here that they're actually contemplating oh, going. I, I think Jimmy's going to have the, going to take the lightning. 
I think that, I mean, he plans on taking the lightning. And, and I know, uh, are we even allowed to talk about Devin's plans? Um, well, yeah. Okay, I know I know Devin's possibly putting something together so that he can I'm go. I'm going to say it. Devin's got a SN95 car, and uh, it's already got fuel system. He, um, it's, got a bit, it's actually an old Turbo 400 with a trans brake out of my old Turbo Mustang. Um, it's a solid transmission. He's got that in already. Um, he's got a nice 393 he's put together. He actually built it for a for a rock crawler Bronco that's been on his lift and his shop for, what, six, seven years? Something like that. He ended up, um, he, number one, he doesn't have time to go down to them anymore, go rock calling events. Um, used to, there was a whole group of us, right, that all had, would go down to Langley quite a bit. Well, he was, he, you know, he was like, it's, I love the Bronco. He, that's his thing. Like, he's an off-road guy. He is an but off-road like, guy. He, you know, he, he literally doesn't have any friends, with the exception of Jimmy and his Jeep, but um, <clears throat> he doesn't have any, there's not a group of us anymore to go, so he's like, I might as well get rid of it. So he actually <laughs> sold the Bronco with the, what were they, 54-inch tires? 54-inch cut boggers and uh, two-and-a-half-ton rock wheels. He sold it all pretty much. <laughs> Sold it cheap too to one of his buddies. The guy owns an off road. He owns a fab shop, so he's actually going to put it together. He's talking about making it a, a daily on the fifty fours. Goodness. So, um, but Devin's got that. It's a solid three ninety three. Some little aluminum heads, you know. Um, it, it it ought to make a decent amount of power for a street car. I mean, I'm probably in the four fifty range, is what his dad was was saying. And his dad's built motors for years, so he's he's, he's knowledgeable. He knows what he's talking about. Oh, that's the other thing I forgot. We just put aluminum heads on the wagon. See, and I was, I was actually going to come back around to that. Well, uh, so so part of the reason that we we haven't been able to really focus on this show is is because of some of the stuff we've been doing on our cars. Some of the stuff that, you know, you, you get buried in car stuff, and, and no offense to anybody. I, I certainly hope there are people listening to this. I certainly hope there are people that enjoy it. I, I don't care about the podcast. When it when it comes down to it, the the podcast is just an extension of what it is that we do every day. It, it's you know we we're car guys. It, it, if this thing doesn't come out on time, I'm fine with it because if it didn't come out on time, that means we were doing something on the cars. Yeah. So a, as of right now, you you have made some some changes yeah. to the Malibu. Yep. Like I said, <clears throat> some. Uh... Some some decent aluminum heads, something I can grow with if I want to a little bit. Um, didn't change cam, didn't not, nothing like that. Just you know, straight up. Just the, but I went from some stock GM six hundred one tiny heads. You know, it, the motor when I got it, like I said, it's a three eighty three. Um, the guy who I got it from did the old school hot rod. They're they're six hundred one GM heads that come on a three hundred five, and what it does, it just raises compression. So. From idle to 4,000 RPM, it's a ripper. Being, you know, being a stroker motor, it's torquey. Zero, you know, idle to 4,000 RPM, especially with that low first gear in the mm-hmm. 704. I mean, the thing's a screamer. But once you hit about 4,000, it's like, you know, just those heads won't move any more air. They, you know, just done you go. Um, <laughs> with the new heads, the Phytech is still learning. It's still tuning, but um, I can already tell them. A noticeable difference, you know what I mean, and then the way it's acting. So, um, and the reason I did the heads is I want to run. I want to. 
I want to go to race week. I want to finish race week. That's my that's my goal. I just want to go, uh, and I want to finish. But not only do I want to finish, I want to try to be competitive, right? So whether I enter the slowest index class, which is a 14-0, or I enter the 12-0 class, we don't know. we got to take the car out and run it. You know what I mean? So um, as soon as we figure that out, and I may have to make more adjustments. If I'm in the middle of the road, if I'm running 1350s in the car, which hope I run better than that, but maybe not. Um, I'm gonna have to decide. You know what I mean? Do I tell you know? Do I just try to hit that 14-0 and try to be competitive? Because I know, you know, you talked to Stone Cipher, right? We we and we. I, I listened to that podcast, and he was saying those guys are 14-0-0-1, you know, and they're on money. So I've, I've I I want to be competitive. I want to go, and I, my main thing is to finish. But I would like to be competitive. See, and, and and that's been one of the great things about talking to the people that, that I've had the opportunity to talk to. Uh, talking to talking to Stone Cipher, we talked to, to Jonathan Stone Cipher on the the other podcast on Mad Fro Monroe podcast, and we we got pretty in depth on on what it takes to actually do this event, and and he was talking to us about how like he was running, what was it fourteen fourteen ten. 1405, something yeah, like that? 1405. 1405. And he thought he was sitting pretty good. And it turns out he's not. These guys these guys consistently run 14 flat. This is this is what you have to do to be competitive. Well, and, and here's the deal. Let's say, you know, I'm in the middle of the road on something. Let's say the car's running 1350. Now do I put a little squeeze on it? You know, put a little <laughs> juice to it to drop down the 13-0? Or do I just slow it down, change my shift? You know, let me get it to run, figure out where I need to shift and where I, how I need to run to run 14-0s. With it being race week, now me being who I am, I'm like, I'm going to add a nitrous kit and I'm going to go for the 12-0 class. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can knock a second half off with a good, you know, 150 shot, you know, whatever it takes, you know what I mean? Uh, but because it's an endurance thing and I want to finish, I, I don't want to do that. I would rather slow it down, run the 14-0, and then after I do one this year and get it figured out, Next year, I might you know I might do something else. Might might make some changes and, and try to go go a little bit faster. But with so, that, with that also comes more rules and more safety equipment and more everything else. So, so so just to be clear on this, um, I, I think I think we've covered the point that we've known each other for a bit. Uh, yeah. j- just to just to kind of kind of put a point on this, I know how competitive you are. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's going to be difficult for you if you have a 1350 car or a 1250 car to back it off to a 13 or a 14. Oh, it's going to be awful if that's the case. But like that's my like that's, that's a nightmare. I'm 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 so um I don't know what the word is. I, I'm so ready for race week right now. I mean that I'm making lists on my phone. I'm taking pictures. I've, I've got I've already got my four by eight trailer. I'm taking pictures of. Or taking screenshots of other people's trailers and what they did, and and I'm I'm reading, I'm geeking out on race week prep is what I'm doing, and uh, and I'm not tired of it, and I'm not going to get tired of it because this is something I'm like, I haven't been this this excited about something in a long time, you know, when it comes to automotive stuff. And, and I think that's that's a lot of what what some of this comes down to, is. Uh, I can say this because we're 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 older. I mean, I, I I can honestly say that. You 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 start to lose some of your drive, and you start to lose some of your passion, and and you start to get to that point to where you're you're dad, day in and day out. You you go to work day in and day out, 
and you start to forget what it was like to do some of this stuff and it's really nice and and this is i, I go out to i go out to john's every chance i get you know and, and and pulling the motor out of the nova and pulling the motor out of the el camino and dropping the motor out of the nova into the el camino like that's the kind of of weekend stuff that that i miss and the kind of weekend stuff that i enjoy and you you forget how much you enjoy that stuff until you get a chance to get out there and actually do it, and, and just to just to kind of just to kind of put a finer point on it, we're not in a shop. We're out in the yard. We're out in the yard with a cherry picker, and and lift one motor, push the car out of the way, set it down, move the cherry picker, take the motor out of the other car, set it down, move the cherry picker back pick the motor back up, roll the, the, the El Camino under the new motor. So it's it's not, this isn't one of those things where we, we get to go into a heated shop, where we get to go into, into we, we don't have lifts, we don't have a, a chain hoist that, that's on a on an I-beam, we don't have an electric hoist that's on an I-beam. This, this is, we enjoy the, the grassroots side of this thing. And it's the same thing with, with your your Malibu. You know, when, when we dropped the motor in it, when we started, when you started putting together your plan on how you wanted this, when we dropped the motor in that, it just fell in. It was meant to be. It, it, it was just meant to be, man. I've never, never had one go in that ease. I mean, it was ridiculous. And, and we actually stopped and looked at each other and said, wait, did, did we forget something? Because that's, that's, it's in place. It's not supposed it's to go in that easy. And, and it was one of those things where... And and granted, we we have some of the proper tools, so we had the the leveler, and we we had, you know, what we needed. But it's it's just one of those things where you, when you do this the way we do this, the the motor never levels out, so that the transmission sets on the cross member, and then it just drops into place, and you slide the bolts right in. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what happened on that El Camino. Like as soon as we got the as soon as the motor dropped down over the the motor mounts. The bolts just slid right in. In the El Camino. In the El Camino. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and it was, it was the same thing as, as what happened in your Malibu, yeah. and and it's it's moments like that that make you make it worth it. I mean, you're we were standing out in the yard. It was cold. Uh, he he had his bibs on because it, it was that cold, and I'm out there in my my Dickies jacket, and my jeans, and, <laughs> and and it's you know. It, if it had been anybody else besides you or John, I'd have just went back in the house and sat down and watched TV with his wife. But you know what? It, it's not. It doesn't always work out that easy. I say, you know, when we put the motor and trans in the in the Malibu, it was it was super simple, right? It's cake. Absolutely. I spent forty five minutes yesterday getting an oil filter off my motor in the, in the Malibu. See, I finally gave up and went to O'Reilly's. And got an oil filter wrench, like actual jaw, like pliers wrench, to get that turn off. I've never had one on there so bad. And I'm the one who did it. Nobody else touches that car but me. Well, for stuff like that, to be very clear, I am no mechanic. I I know enough to get me in trouble. And luckily, I have a good g- crew, a group of core core friends that help me out a lot with stuff. And, and I am grateful for that. And, and that's that's another funny thing about all of this is it, it's not one of those things when, when we say that we have friends that, that are also planning to go on race week. We, we have plen- friends that are planning to register. We have friends that are planning to have a car ready. 
but but part of the reason that these friends are wanting to to do this now is because we we've we've all helped each other we we've all had a hand in each other's projects and you know it's it's one of those things where i'm sure jimmy while he was helping you it occurred to him man i could just take the truck so so it's one of those things where you know as we as we've all kind of had a hand in each other's projects well with jimmy's deal he looked at me he was like well i better go take the lightning so i can carry tools and parts for your crap that's going to break down (laughs) that's that's his reasoning it's not because he wants to go he has to make fun of me which you know we'll see wagon's pretty solid and and that's you know you you put a lot of work into the wagon um so have you I, I, so is Devin. I've tried. I've tried, and and it's it's one of those things, you know. As as friends, we we did we don't think about that stuff. We we, it's a good chance for all of us to hang out with each other, and, and you know, even on the weekend where you you swap the heads on the car, you know, I, I showed up and and took off some brackets, took off some valve covers, and tried to throw a hand in there wherever I could. I enjoy this stuff. It, it's hard for me not to do this stuff. Yeah, it's, when we don't have anything going on, I'm just bored. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for John to call me, like, "Hey, man, could you just come stand on this cherry picker so I don't flip over?" <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll be there in a minute. You know, but but that's and, and you know we we've had some some issues pop up here lately where you you had to call your friends because you're you're out of town and and you've got some issues that your family's created and and that's. That's the kind of stuff that that these guys have always done for each other, and that that's the point I want to get across when we're talking about all this stuff. You know, we we all have an effect on each other. You know, you Devin working on your car has had an effect on Devin. Um, yeah, he wants to go fast now. See, and and this is this blows my mind because, like, that dude doesn't have an ordinary. Well, he he has an ordinary job now. But before, that guy didn't have, like, an ordinary job. No. No. And it's weird because, you know, what's that monster truck make? 1,500 horse, probably? It's, probably. It's monster truck. It, how, how fast does it go, Tops? Uh, I, I want to say back in the day when they used to talk about them, they used to talk about how they would go 60, 65 miles an hour. They, they probably That's at a big track, a big course. Exactly. They probably, they probably got his, his is probably tuned down to where it'll run... Forty-five, fifty. Yeah, I mean, it gets there real quick. But it gets there super quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, and uh, think about this though. That guy can do wheelies. Yeah, that's no. I'm super jealous. In a in a what twelve thousand pound truck? <laughs> I don't. I asked him how much it weighed the other day. He says he has no idea. And I called bullcrap on him. I'm like, there's no way you built this whole monster chassis and put it. Never weighed it. He's like, I've never weighed it. I don't care. Well, I would like to know. I still want to know. See, and this was the great thing about about talking to Devin that that may not have may not have been picked up in the show. Like that guy built all his own stuff. Yeah, that guy yeah, still built all his own stuff. You know, him and his him and his dad and, and and some of the 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 tough truck guys that that are all banding together. That's that's what they do. They they get together and they they build cool stuff. Yeah, it, well, he, he's so humble about it too. You know he. He's he's good at stuff, and I give him a hard time because I'm like, man, if you could weld any better, wouldn't be you wouldn't need so many flap wheels. You know what I mean? 
learn how to lay a bead. But the guy literally builds a monster truck chassis. You know, what I mean, like he, he he's good at what he does. And not not only that, but like just to just to see how far that guy's come along with his welding. Yeah, well, that's that's true. I do that. But let's get back to the point here. He's already talking smack about how his Mustang's going to wear out my wagon. <laughs> and I told him, if your Mustang, which, by the way, has a Don Dial chrome molly cage in it already, right, and his 393 with aluminum heads, and he's got the... Uh, he's got the fast, fast EFI. Fast EFI, which is, he's, he had, he's had it for a while, but it still works good, right? Uh, and and uh, I told him, listen, you're racing a brick. You know what I mean? You're, you're racing a brick, which we weigh about the same. The wagon weighs 3,400 pounds without me in it. So you're talking 3,650 with my big bag in it. <laughs> I wouldn't but, have shared uh, that. Well, I don't care. I'm going on a diet for race week. No, not really. Um, but anyway, so yeah, he's already giving me a hard time. You started talking about ordering a supercharger and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, won't you put that 450, 500 horse motor in the car first and go see what it runs like? And you may be fine with that, but he's not going to be. Which but but I'll say this. If he does, it doesn't matter. Like that's still awesome. It's gonna be a fast car. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a really fast car. And and excuse me. And again, that that's it it would be awesome if he does. But if he doesn't if he doesn't how much of a rash of crap are you going to give him? Oh, so much. So, I, well, I'm already giving a hard time back. He helped me do, you know, we did the, the heads of his shop, and um, he helped me out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so we were finishing out, and he's like, "Here, you're going to need all this to try to run with the with the white car with the Mustang." And I was like, "And I, you know, I didn't say anything." So we were completely done, fired it up, checked everything, blah blah. I looked at him and I said, "Well, thanks a lot." I said, "You just sealed your fate." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I said, you just help this wagon wear your Mustang out. So we're going to see. Now I feel like there's this competition developing between me and him, and I feel like I'm probably going to put a, put a plate on the car. Okay? <laughs> I mean, that's all there is to it. See, the, the funny thing is I'm actually I'm actually fine with all that. The good thing is with me going in this as a, as a co-driver, if, if most of the guys that we're talking about going – are going to get the opportunity to go. It's going to be awesome in the pits because it's going to be awesome watching you guys talk crap to one another. It's going to be, it's going to be rough. <laughs> it, it's going to be awesome it's having, be good. having all of the guys there to kind of kind of support each other because we know we know we we will all stand around and talk trash. Oh yeah, for sure. And we also know that when it comes down to it, if somebody breaks down on the side of the road. We're all we're oh, all going to be yeah, there. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and and even if some of us are only there to make fun of the other guys for breaking down. Well, that needs to be there. That needs to happen. <laughs> See, and that's the that's the thing nobody understands about this is is we'll all sit around and make fun of each other, but in all honesty, it, it's just trying to make each other better, right? To some extent, because. It, it, even even if Devin does beat you, which more than likely gonna happen, let's be honest. We we know the car's fast. Yeah. Oh, I will guarantee this: Devin has never drag raced ever. <laughs> He's never drag raced on the street. And I've already told him, I've got a hundred dollar bill that says I tree his butt 
You know what I mean? He's, he, I'll get him out of the hole. I'll 60 foot him. You watch him see. I, I want you to take one thing into account. I want you to think about one thing. What's that? He's never drag raced on the street. Yeah. That dude drag, drag races like 40 weekends a year. It's a completely different style. The tree I, is different. I get it's that the tree's different. different. I understand. But the guy's still a professional racer. No, I get it. He's and we're not. I'm not saying he can't drive. I'm saying he's going to be nervous. He's already, he's already <laughs> we've talked about it. He's, he's going to be nervous. He's, he's never even done a burnout heat tires up. You know what I mean? He's going to learn that he's going to have to do a lot of testing. I don't think he understands that, but to, to get his routine figured out get it worked out you know to be consistent um like i said he's never he's never done a burnout that he tires up you don't do that in monster world it's you know? it's true but at the, at the same time the, the like, staging is different the staging is different i'll give you the, that the feeling it's it's i mean <laughs> i've never raced a monster truck i'm just gonna be honest with you but i can only imagine it's a little different i drag raced a ton you know track and street so i mean speaking of have you have you messed with Devin? with have you told him that as long as he, he as he stops right after the finish line, he can see the the no, time on the board? No, I will, though. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell him that. He won't listen to me anyway. But, but. It, it, it's, we have a little thing developing right now, and it's, it's fun, and it's good. And honestly, I'm not going to. If he does beat me, I'm not going to be upset about it. You know what I mean? It's all in good fun. And, 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 I'll, and really, he should beat me. There's no way that my wagon should beat that car. It just shouldn't happen. And I'll give you that, but it's it's going to happen. And when it does, you better wear him out. I say that in my mind right now. I'm thinking I'm going to wear him out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to do it. Whatever it takes. We're going to have nitrous on the car before we leave for race week. Just in case. Even if we have to wait, save it for the last day, we'll make our pass. Try if you know if if we're being uh, competitive. You know, make it make our. But see that that pass. changes your class. You're gonna have to go power at her at that point. No, that's what I'm saying. I won't use none of that junk until the last pass back in at Thunder Valley, right? And uh, I'll make yeah. sure I get with, with Devin and we'll and we'll we'll race race. It's doable, man. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. So so that that's a lot of why we have been as slow as we've been on some of this podcast stuff is, is we, we've been working on projects for race week. We're, we're going to be continuing to work on projects for race week. You know, I know we've, we've got, uh, some more <sighs> mundane labor that we have to do. Yeah. I've got a list of a bunch of little tiny stuff that, that I, not things that I absolutely have to do, but things I would like to do before we go. And that's everything. Finishing my trailer. I want to get that done. Because, like I said, I'm geeking out on this race week prep. I want to go load my trailer up, get it figured out the weight distribution. I know it sounds geeky, but I want to get it figured out, weight distribution of the trailer, see how the wagon reacts to, uh, you know, pulling the trailer around. And I want to get it, and I want to go run around for a while. I'm, you know, go drive it for 150 miles with the trailer on it and see what it does and see how it drives. I want to do that. I don't want to learn that stuff when we leave, when we leave Thunder Valley to go to the, to the you know, next stop. I want to be prepared. See, and that's and that's going to be a good time, good way to get into like car show season, is just throw the trailer on the back of the car and then drive the car to a car show yeah. and check out, see what's going on over there. And I, and, and I will, absolutely will. And, and hopefully, and I know we I know we've discussed this a little bit on uh, on on the other podcast. I I would love to see cruising come back. 
So, so what I would love to see, and being that we're recording this in my hometown, being that this this podcast is going to focus on our hometown, I Miami was starting to get into some of the cruising. They they were starting to get some cruises going. I know Main Street's tore up right now. It's almost done, I think. But I I want to see cruising come back. I I want to see I, I want to see this this whole COVID thing go away. And I I, I want to see cruising come back. And and, and I want to see people gathered up on parking lots. Listen, man. I love car shows. I do. I love cruising more than I like car shows. Is that you know what I mean? I, 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 so here's totally. The, so Colby at High Road Central. Colby and Matthew, they already worked out one car show they put on. Um, we talked to those guys. I know they were talking about maybe getting some of the works and trying to get something, you know, with the city you know, we live in. Of course. To do a cruise slash show where, you know, so we, we have a park um, south of town. Um, it's right next to the river. A lot of people fish there. There's a, there are public pools there. There's some baseball fields. You know, it's a good-sized park. Used to, we would have yearly car shows there. And it, I mean, it would still take quite a bit of cars, right? And, you know, some of the things we talked about, it's like, why can't we have a, you know, everybody meets up at, it was, which was called Riverview Park. It's ever Riverview Park. And then there's a set route to go on a cruise. You know what I mean? And you can go make a couple passes on the cruise, park your car, stop, go look at other people's cars, visit, you know, meet some other people, and then hop back in your car and go on a cruise again. Like, to me, that sounds awesome. That's the best of both worlds. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we can all get together. And, and I know we offered our help to the guys. I'm Absolutely. Out Central too. If they need anything, let, I mean, anything we can do to help, we will. And we will. I'd love to be a part of that. Absolutely. And and not only that, but Hot Rod Central, they're, they're doing this. They're, they're having get-togethers. They're having... They're, I they're still having, haven't made it to one yet. Cars and coffee on on Saturday mornings. Um, I, I do plan to make it this week because I, I will be local. Um, I, I live about an hour and a half away from here, so I, I that's another thing that that slows us down a little bit on these podcasts. Is I I drive here so that I can hang out with the people I've been friends with for the last twenty years. Um, I have no problem driving here to hang out with the guys that I've spent the last 20 years hanging out with. Um, I like to be able to, to, to stop by and, and check out hot rod centrals Saturday morning cars and coffee deal. Those guys have it figured out. Those guys know like what it is that they're looking for and what it is that, that they want to see out of a cruise, what they want to see out of a car show. And, and I, I really hope they can get it all put together in the meantime, feel free to, to swing down to Miami, Oklahoma, go to the Hot Rod Central for their Saturday morning cruise or their Saturday morning cars and coffee deal. Um, stop by there anytime and, and check out the, the vintage speed parts for real. Those the, There's some awesome stuff in there. There is. There absolutely is. It's just cool to look at that stuff. And that's, we, we don't get to see like stack injection and stuff like oh. that anymore. But getting getting back to the the Malibu we we've got some like I said some just mundane stuff that we we got to make sure that we keep it together and and I can hear a lot of people out there already going why why swap in an eight point eight so seven and a half are junk so so a seven and a half inch ten bolt is junk it depends on who you talk to 
Apparently, the roundy round dirt track guys loves those rear ends. They they swear up and down they're fun, but they're also on dirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not they're not trying to make it hook up like you would have you know a racetrack and a drag track. So see, and and, and as far as the eight point eight goes, here here's the deal with the eight point eight with us. We're former four wheel drive guys. We 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 used to enjoy. Going out and and rock crawling and and going through the mud and I'd still like to build another Jeep or something. I'd love to have another Jeep and I, I still want a YJ because everybody hates the square headlights. But anyway, um, one of the, the the first things that we did to the Jeeps that we had is we would swap an eight point eight into the back of it because it was the perfect width to throw into the back of, of one of the YJs. And the Dana thirty fives are junk. And and Dana thirty fives are junk. Dana thirties aren't Dana that much better. Thirties are junk too. <laughs> So we, what we would do is we would swap these 8.8s into the back of these Jeeps and, and then we would punish them with, with as much as we could for the, the Jeeps that we had. With me, with us saying that those axles are junk, you know there's people right now going, well, you don't know what parts to put in them and you don't know. Maybe I don't. You're so absolutely I'm, right. I'm, I'm hard on stuff, I'm sure. You know, but I always ran the Dana 30 in front of mine and it was on 36s. And absolutely. And I had a blast. I never broke that, that, that axle. Not once. And and it's it's the same thing with the thirty fives, you know, in all honesty I've never broke a thirty five. Yeah. But it, it's you know, we were we were running low horsepower, but at the same time yeah. we were running big tires. Yeah. So it's you know, there were there were times when we would be climbing climbing a hill and the back end would just start hopping. Yeah. And and you just knew at any minute that rear end was gonna let go and it never did. So as far as the, the eight point eight goes you guys are well within your rights to say, man, he should have put a nine-inch in the back of it. You're probably right. It doesn't matter. We, we've we had good luck with those, and, and you know, I, I think that's a lot of, of what these guys do is they find something that works for them, and they roll with it. Yeah. You know what? And the, the 8.8 thing in the wagon, we can bring that up on a different show, but that was a just a nightmare. <laughs> it, it was but a nightmare. We, we can say that for whenever we talk about one of the, you know, when we... Like well, I guess going to pick up the big block for for the you know for my concho <laughs> for my concho. <laughs> it, it was it was not good. Which I want to wait for John to be here because me and John and I actually went and picked up that eight point eight from a from a dirt track guy. Which note to self, I'm not going to buy anything else from any dirt track guys. <laughs> no offense to them. This guy was totally insane. He 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 sold me what he thought what he was told was in this room and what it was. He didn't know, you know. This is what he was told. Seemed like a good dude. No issues with him at all. It's just not any. I just, I just want to get John on the show so he can explain to me how he bought wheels and tires from Satan. <laughs> like this is the kind of situations the the this guy will get us into. And and in all honesty, your friends are going to get you into some some situations that you don't want to be a part of. And and when we pulled up and that that motor was still in the car. I, I was done. I was, I'm going to go stand over here by the truck and hope that he doesn't make a deal. And he made the deal. So time to strip off my overshirt. Let's get this motor out of this car. Yeah. And and then we got the motor out of the car. We got uh, got it back to the house. And, and we'll, we'll let we'll let John get yeah, into that. Finish the story on that deal. It's, uh, it's always an adventure. Yeah, it's always an adventure, and I, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I like it. I, I, and I've talked to John, and and when he comes on, I know a lot of what we're gonna get into is 
power tour a lot of what we're going to get into is what we have planned for uh the nova for rocky mountain race week um i i think one of the things that we're going to strive for with this show as much as we want to have our guests on here as much as we want to have a great time with this i i I think we're going to want to pretty much every show i think we're going to want to do at least a little bit of an update yeah, well, I mean, up until the event, yeah, for sure. Up until the event, and, and then... And then we have plans during the event, right? We have we'll plans probably, during the we're, event. We're, we're going to do a podcast probably while we're on the event. We maybe even do a little, you know, 10 minutes a day, just talking about how the day went, and maybe put that together, or, you know, I don't want to turn that into 10 minutes or five different shows, but... Um, but then well, then, we talk about taking video too, you know. That's something you know we've been talking about also. That's actually not a horrible idea. I really like the idea of the the whole ten minute podcast released yeah, every I mean, night. Yeah, I just do a recap at the end of the day. That's do ten fifteen minute deal. This is how it went. This is the times we ran. This is some people we met today. Met this guy with this car. You know, I just I'm really looking forward to racing, man. I, I'm I'm stoked about it already. And and this is this is what we we kind of picked up on. You know, it, I was I was talking to my wife and we were discussing uh, my my automotive history, and we were discussing the the power tour stop we all went to in two thousand six in uh, I, I believe it was two thousand six in Tulsa at the uh, I think it was the Tri City Tower or Tri Tri something Tower, but I remember you were there. Yeah, that's when they GM unveiled the Chevelle, right? Well, I don't think that was a GM design. I think that well, was not, a... I'm sorry. Let me... Okay, GM didn't unveil it. Someone had built a new style Chevelle. They had built a new style Chevelle on the GTO platform. Yes. And it was awesome. And, I thought it was awesome. Uh, Christopher Titus was out there. Titus, yep. Titus he... was up there doing some, some comedy on the stage. Yep. So, so we were discussing that, and we were discussing... Uh, the whole tough truck thing. We we were discussing when when we were all we all used to go watch. We all still go watch tough trucks. I still want my own tough truck. <sighs> I tried buying Devin's old truck. They would not sell it to me. We may just have to do this with the F one fifty and just be done with it. Yeah, I'm in. But um, j- just going through all of the little the little history points coming down through time. And the, the, the one thing I can I can connect on just about every one of those things is I was either there with you or I was there with John. Yeah. And, and we do. We all find ourselves... Your friends are going to push you into situations that you don't think you can do or, or you, you're not positive you want to be a part of. And then you wind up in that situation. And, you know, even... Hightower, Hightower talked me into into driving his tough truck one night. Yeah, I didn't think it, I didn't think there was a way I was going to be able to do it, and it turned out to be one of the most intense things I've ever done in my life. And and I, I don't think I've ever been back to that point again. Yeah. You know, when when you go to jump a vehicle, you, there's a certain mindset that you have to you have to get into. <sighs> You, you know, there's situations that I've been in with, with Jimmy down through the years. And we, we won't rattle off miles an hour, but we, we were in a car and we were going fast enough. That there's a road between Commerce, Oklahoma and Quapaw, Oklahoma, where, where the, the road kind of veers off a little bit for a T-junction that used to lead to a little town called Pitcher. 
we were going fast enough that we didn't want to take the little veer. So he just cut over to the other lane and we just shot straight through. <laughs> and, and it's, it's situations like that, that stick in your head and, and you find yourself going back through them 20 years later and thinking about that and realizing like, that's a situation I probably shouldn't have been a part of, yeah. but you do it because you're hanging out with your friends. Well, you know, the first time Devin told me to go race, drag race, his, his stadium truck, his, his tough truck. It can't call Devin's truck a tough truck. That thing's a stadium truck. That, thing, that was bad news. It was. It was a stadium truck. He had truck. one of the most competitive Ish. trucks for a long time. Um, but so after the show here in town, we were all hanging out, and it was just drivers and, and friends and family or whatever. And I didn't know this, so I was there, and Devin's like, yeah, once everybody, once all the fans leave, and it's just drivers here, all the guys get together, and we hang out, and we go drag race. We drag race each other right here down the down the track. And I said, okay, cool. And Devin was like, go race it. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, you're good. I was like, well, is there a certain thing? He's like, shift it when it stops pulling, and just go through the gears. It'll be quick. I'm like, all right. So I went and raced old barefoot. Uh, John, John Jungleblood. Yeah, okay. Well, and I beat him by like half a fender, and he was tipped, boy. Because <laughs> he was competitive, competitive. He didn't care if anybody was there watching or not. There was money involved, didn't matter. But ever since that, that time, I still can feel that truck leaving in four-wheel drive on the dirt, even spinning tires, left just as hard as probably any other drag car I've ever raced. It, it felt amazing. And that motor is actually very similar to the motor he's going to be throwing in that Mustang. It, it's very similar, but it's a little bit upgraded. Man. Because that motor, I don't know if it had aluminum heads on it and what kind of, it was running a carburetor. Anyway, yeah, it should be. It, it should be comparable. You know what I mean? I don't want to get, you know, try to get all technical with it, but I mean, because I can't. But, uh, yeah, it should be comparable. But this one that, that, that he has now, he told me should make a little bit more power than what it was in the in the race truck. But it, it's it's these situations that, that uh, you know, draw us in and, and make us competitive and make us want to go do these things. And, and you know, racing... I, I got to drive HT's tough truck, and, and it was... It was an amazing experience, and, and that truck wasn't even... That truck was competitive, but that truck wasn't, say... Top five for those guys. Well, so here's the deal. That truck, if you would have took Devin's truck out and Barefoot out. Or just, that truck's competitive. Then that truck's competitive. But Absolutely. those two trucks ran the circuit for a long time. Yes, they did. It was, it was between them two. They're one and two every, every show. So it, it's, you know, I, I can go back and, and I can list off all of those events. There, there was a year I did the mud runs. There was, there was... You know, there, there's a lot of really fun things that that I can remember in the back of my head, and they they all tie right back in to either you or John. So I believe on on the next episode, uh, and and again, folks, bear with us. We're we're lazy and we don't possess a, a, a clock, and so it's one of those things where we're we're not dead focused on on production dates for this we're, we're not we're just we're car guys and we're, we're going to wind up doing car stuff but i believe on the next episode we're, we're going to try and we're going to try and get john in here 
I want to talk to him about his take on the power tour. I, I, I'm sure there's things that he remembers that I don't remember. Um, I know we've got some stuff coming up with, with some other guys and hopefully we can get that put together soon. Some, some really cool stuff. coming. Some, some really cool stuff. And I, I just want, I just want to make it clear. Uh, I, I'm here to enjoy this. Right. And, and I hope that, I hope that's what everybody takes from it. Um, sometimes, sometimes the story's just too good. You, you, you've got to get it out there. And I, I, I hope that's where we, I hope that's where we wind up at the end of this. Um, we're going to be doing some updates on, on everybody who will allow us to update you for Rocky Mountain Race Week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know there's other people that are looking at going, uh, I know we're going to get into some more of the some some more of the tales of dumbass that I call them, and yeah. and, and we'll dig more into that. But for right I, now, I, you know what? And this this is way off track. I, but, I don't think we could be much more but, off track. Listen, so I you know so I listened to our very first episode, right? And I said some things that really didn't make any sense. Yeah, no, not not make any sense. But I mentioned in the first episode that all of us together in the shop got together. We never built anything cool right i got you what i meant by that was we never collaborated we didn't all build one vehicle together and make you know what i mean now all of us individually we've the group my group of friends we've had some really cool stuff i mean we've had fast stuff i mean it between bikes and cars um trucks off-road stuff we've all had some really really nice stuff really probably nicer than we should have and we've also had some really junky stuff too but uh that's part of my pill with a wagon i do paint and body work that's what i'm good at uh and my wagon's by in no means in good shape i mean it's not all rusted out and crappy there's a couple dents it's fairly straight i don't think i'm ever gonna paint it that's what makes the car cool i like it you know what i mean you can you can park that thing anywhere at walmart and oh, you don't have to worry yeah. about somebody hitting you with a car. Right. Right in the handicap spot so someone will hit me for being mad at me. <laughs> no, I would never do that. I, I get that. But I, I think that, that was that was kind of the allure with, with my concho. You know, when when we got that car, it was in rough shape. I will be doing some body work on my concho, whether you guys like it or not. The car, the car needs it. I've already started. I mean, I mean honestly, that, that car, the, where he says that the, the wagon has some... Some issues. There are some dents. There are some scratches. There's a little bit of rust. The the my concho has holes. Well, not only the holes, but instead of cutting, adding metal, repairing it correctly, they just filled it up with body filler. And I'm talking no exaggeration, a half of inch, half inch of body filler on top of the surface. <laughs> and these guys drove across country like that. They're like what? But so, see that that's that's part of that's part of what uh, I think everybody needs to understand. That's part of the the appeal to all of this. That and, I don't agree with that. I'm sorry. And 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 I'm totally <laughs> I, I'm totally happen, on board happen, with you. Happen, I absolutely yeah. agree with you. But it, it's it's that mentality, and that's the shows that we're watching, well, and that, that and that's the the ideas that we have. Yeah. You but, know, there, there's a certain amount of allure. But well, to be clear, I'm not saying y'all should have had me come over and new bodywork and put a nice really good paint job on it right 
That's not what I mean. I mean, you gotta sand that body filler down. At least put some rattle can primer over the top of it, right? I mean, because it looked awful. I, it, was, I, it was in, like, multiple spots, too. I said it before, and I'll, I'll say it again. It, it's... The card did exactly what it, what we intended it to do. Right. I, I mean, Mechanically, I very sound car, give or take. Right. So, you know, the, the brakes worked. The, the car moved under its own power. It did everything it was, it was supposed to do. Did it do good burnouts? Um, we, we honestly didn't get to do... Okay, so the, the, burn, the burnout where we, we blew up to 700 R4... That was a really good burnout. I'm really glad I was driving when that happened. But when we got a third gear and it had left the building, it makes you feel really bad about doing burnouts. But it, but it was also like that. That's that's how we approached it. You know, John looked at me and he said, "Well, if we want to do a burnout, we don't need to take it." I agree with that. So it's <laughs> it's called hot rod power tool. <laughs> if you can't spin a tire, a little bit of smoke, then you know. About it. And that's, you know, I, I still want us to, to go back out on Power Tour. I still want to take the Fairlane, and I want to go out well, on Fairlane's going to be awesome for Power Tour. Fairlane's not going to be a race car. It's, it's not, not a race car at all. It's going to be a race car. It's going to be a Power Tour car. And that's kind of what I'm going for with the wagon. I still, <laughs> I want to keep the wagon reliable enough where I can still drive it. I don't want, I have got a, and, and Fro can back me up on this, I have a tendency of going overboard on stuff and getting it over my head and uh, doing things that don't necessarily need to be done, right? It, you know, so f for the sake of the wagon, what I want out of it is, I, like I said, I want it to be reliable. I want it to be quick. I don't, even, I don't want to go as far as saying I need it to be fast. I want it to be quick and fun to drive. I like blowing tires off. I like making the first, second, third gear and blowing them off. You know I mean? That, that's fun to me. But I also don't want to break down every other week. And, but <laughs> well, we'll see. And, I don't know. And we, we, we just need really to, to get it to hold together for all of race week. If we can make it through that entire that entire event, I think I think what that does is that that opens the door. That that makes you. I think once you make it through it the first time, and I think that that's why you know the the people that we've talked to, they they said you're either a one and done or you're a lifer. Right. I think that's what makes these guys lifers. Yeah. Is you go out there and you do it and you go, well, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I didn't get any sleep. Yeah. And, and everything I've eaten has been junk for the last three days, but it wasn't that bad. Right. And, and I think that's where you get those guys. You get those those highly competitive guys who go, I mean, I can make it again. It's not going to be that big a deal. Right. Well, so, so here's the interesting, like, John and I, we, we, we've talked about race week a lot, but, you know, where I want to get through race week without having any issues. Like, I just want to go through and make my passes. Like I said, once again, try to be competitive. If not, if I go there and the car runs 1490s, guess what? I'm going to run 1490s all week. I'm still going to do it. I'm not going to drive off and be upset. Um, as long as I make it. John, on the other hand, he's like, well, I ain't going to have any fun if something don't break. You know what I mean? If, if I don't have to pull over and work on some side of the road, I don't know how much fun this is going to be. I don't want it to be boring. I want some excitement. I'm like, well, uh, I think I'd rather it be boring as far as not fixing stuff. You know, Minor <laughs> stuff's going to happen. I get that. You know what I mean? So, you know, be prepared for that, I guess. But, uh, yeah. I just, 
That's how, that's how John's looking at it right now. I'm like, man, yeah, I, uh, I just want to make it through and you know, not not be hurt. I I can see that with him though. It's, it's you know when when we were we were on our way back. You know that we had, we had to stop and tighten the tighten the nut on the on the pinion. You know, it's the the rear end started howling, and we we had to solve that problem. You know that there was there were problems that popped up while we were out on the road, and and even when we wound up like Atlanta, and I've said this before, and I'll, I'll say it again. When we got to Atlanta, I realized no matter where we go from here, it will be closer to home. Right. So when once you're at that point, it, it's one of those things where you realize like it can't possibly get any worse from here. So, so you kind of, you kind of throw a little, little get worse uh, until it does. A little, dis, <laughs> you kind of throw a little disregard at the car. Right. And you know, after we left, after we left Atlanta, I want to say it was uh, Darlington, Darlington, Raleigh, and Charlotte. I think is what it was. When when we left Charlotte, I I had it in my head like we're going to make it home. Yeah. We're going to be fine. This is going to be great. And then fast forward. Let's see. I'm still thinking about 12 hours? Sure. Just let you know. <laughs> Fast forward 12 hours, and, and we're at a horrible convenience store in Memphis, and the car is dead. Didn't you meet Jesus there? <laughs> there was a fellow there trying to introduce us, but no, oh, I did not. I thought he said he was Jesus. No, no, there was no. a fellow there trying to introduce us. It was, and there was another guy who, who uh, wanted to, to sell us narcotics. Yeah, well, people got to make money. It was a, it was a, it was a rough, rough day. He, he's talking to the wrong people. They got some drag rails. Maybe you'll buy those. <laughs> why, why is there no guy on the side of the road peddling drag rails? <laughs> I got some one six scorpion roller rockers. Would you give me these? That's what I want to hear. I want a good deal on small block Chevy stuff. <laughs> you got any LS swap, swap parts in there? That's what I need. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for is you pull up and there's a guy and he just opens the trench coat and there's LS parts. <laughs> but I, I, we're going to get some more into this. Uh, I'm trying to keep these somewhere around an hour, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this one Has up. Has it been an hour? Is there anything you want to throw out here? I mean, no. I guess not. We're going to be doing this again soon, so uh, we're. I think I think but, we're going to start focusing on this a little bit. But more. like you were saying earlier, we really do have some really cool stuff and some really cool people to talk to coming up. And um, one of the people I'll, I'll throw it out here. Um, he's actually a pretty good friend of mine. He, he's actually my trainer. I, I I'm one of those guys that I'm chubby, but you can tell I lift weights a little bit. Uh, this guy's my trainer, and, and and he's a buddy of mine, and he's in a. Um, He's in a Mopar club, and it's mainly uh, it's mainly new muscle Mopar. But I've met a few of the members, and it's 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 a chapter. And I'll let them introduce themselves when they you know when they get here with us. But they're they're excited to come and join us. Gonna, I think there's gonna be two or three of those guys with us because it's a big like I think there's forty to fifty cars. <laughs> don't don't make me. I, I, I'm that. I'm looking but, forward to talking to them. But you know. Neither one of us have new muscle. I'm not against it by any means. I like the new stuff. You know, I really do. It's just well, and and, I like my and better. I think we I we've know. we've talked about it a little bit on the other podcast, and and you know we we've 
We've had some unkind words to say. We've had some kind words no, to say. I think it's all cool, man. And, and that's, we all have the same common goal, right? We're all just modifying our vehicles to how we exactly. like. Exactly. You know, just I don't. You know, let's not get into the whole deal, but um, because me and you don't have the same style, don't mean I'm not going to respect what you're doing and where you're going and your goals are. That's what I love. Everybody has different tastes and different styles, and and. Um, my buddy Jowie, who's who's you know in the in the club, and he's actually vice president of this chapter, and then he's like I said, he's my trainer. Um, he's a good dude, you know. What I mean, like he, it's some people think a new muscle, and then think of like they associate a type of person to that. Vehicle. Exactly. Or if you see someone like, oh, he has a Corvette. Oh, then you associate a certain type of person to that guy. <laughs> new balance, and, new balance, and jean shorts. Exactly. <laughs> I think of Jimmy Barton. Uh, <laughs> Even though he doesn't have a Corvette, that's I love you, Jimmy. Uh, or like Mustang guys, you think of Mustangs hidden people in crowds, right? And, eh, <laughs> just like and, and we've all ran with those jokes. And I'm a Mustang guy; I always have been. But um, but these guys aren't like that, you know what I mean? They're there's I'm and there might be in the club forty or fifty. I don't know, but the ones I've met so far, I'm pretty solid guys. Um, with the same common goal. They just want to modify their cars and do their stuff to them. And, and, and they're very active in the community. They do a lot of stuff. I mean, they're a legit car club. And, and this is something we talked we talked about with Colby and Matthew over at Hot Rod Central. Like, getting together car clubs and stuff again, that needs to happen. And, you know what I mean? and we, Colby and Matthew actually touched on, like, they, they don't care. Yeah. You you could you could come in in a in a stance scion and and you can hang out with their car car. Absolutely, they don't care. Absolutely. So it, it's you're absolutely right. It's it's that common goal that, that keeps us all coming back together. Yeah. Well, that being said, seem like pretty good guys from what I've you know. I know Jowie is. Um, and another met another guy named Patrick, and they, they got some cool stuff. You know, they got some some decent ideas stuff. I mean, not necessarily stuff that I would do. But that don't matter because that's their thing. Right? Exactly. So I respect it, and and uh, but they're going to be fun to talk to because these guys have a pretty good sense of humor, and, and I'm sure they got some stories. Because like I said, they do a lot of events. They're very involved. They they attend a lot. They, you know, they're that car club that they meet together. You know, your own thirty forty deep, and they all drive <laughs> together to the car show. I'm sure doing the snake the whole way there down the highway. You know, I don't know, but uh, but I'm excited to talk to them. And then the other one will probably just kind of. Well, we'll we'll leave that one hanging yeah, for now until we until we have something be, in stone. That's going to be amazing. That's going to be tough. You know. But I'm looking forward to that. Uh, for right now, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap everything up. Um, we we hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, please feel free to let us know. Uh, we're 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 on social media now. We're on Instagram under Gearhead Perspective. We're on Facebook under Gearhead Perspective. Um, Feel free to, to to comment and let us know. You know, if we if we sound silly, let us know. If, if we said something that struck a nerve, let us know. And like we said earlier, episode two that came out, we we owe those has, guys better. We owe, well, we owe them and we owe us because we're better than that. You know, what I mean? we are the better. Audio than that. was a deal, and and uh, I I listened to that show when it came out, and I text Fro, and I'm like, man, I'm I'm genuinely bummed right now. Like that's not us. That's that's not how it should go. You know what I mean? So. Uh, but but you know. So we're gonna we're gonna come back around to those guys because that the, the story was just way too good. Um, 
it probably won't be the same story, but no, I definitely it's... want to talk to them about future events. Absolutely. Um, stuff that's going to be going to be going on here in town. And what new stuff they have going on. And and what new stuff they have going on. So so feel free to swing by uh, Hot Rod Central, check out their cars and coffee. Um, stay tuned with us because we're, we're going to keep you guys updated on anything that's going to be happening here in Miami. Hopefully we have enough of our, our finger on the pulse that we can we can make sure we stay up to date on this. But all that being said, you got anything else? Well, hey, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you guys next time. Ladies and gentlemen, good night. <laughs>